This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. Adrift in the great void of space, the personnel on Moonbase Alpha have experienced so much that is strange and inexplicable. They have become accustomed to expecting the unexpected. Paul, did you hear that? You hear what? I don't hear anything unusual. Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character-by-character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. All right, Cool Breeze, we are back for another exciting episode of the Audio Handbook of the Marvel Universe, the show in which we take a look at some of the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer through the lens of the seminal 1980s comic book guide, the Handbook of the Marvel Universe. Let me, uh, let me light that incense. Let me bang that gong. Let me, let me get ready for Hela, the Norse goddess of death. You're listening to IC Robots Radio. So kids, we are back. This is this is the main crux of the show, the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, where we use the seminal 1980s Marvel comic guide known as the Handbook of the Marvel Universe to take a in-depth look at some of the dudes who are out there that are worth looking at. And this week, we are we are actually going to be taking a look at a dudette. We are going to be looking at a gal, a gal who goes by the name of Hela. She is she's the Norse goddess of death. I'm going to be looking at I'm going to be looking at her entry in the official handbook via my my giant guide, the big the big paperback one. I don't have the individual issue with this one in it. I wish I did, but I don't. So, we're going to make do with this. It is almost the same so she is in the uh you know she's in the ages where where she would belong between a group of dudes known as the headmen and these guys are weird i don't know these dudes let's see the headmen are a group of criminal masterminds each of whom has been a victim of an experiment or accident that has left them seriously disfigured that's sad this guy's name here is shrunken bones and he was the victim of an experiment that shrunk his skeleton but not his skin this guy's like, he has chicken legs and like a unicorn head and he's really weird looking. This guy's name is, is Gorilla Man whose head was grafted onto a gorilla. And this is a gal named Ruby who is a uh, organic computer. That's super weird. And then on the other side of Hela is a group known as the Heliopolis Gods are a race of powerful human-like entities who possess godlike powers and were worshipped. By the ancient Egyptians. Oh, this is like Horus and all those, you know, Isis and all those. Not the Isis that's over in the Middle East. We don't want to talk about those guys. This is, this is the Egyptian god Isis. Let's just, let's just get into this. This might have to be, uh, this may end up being a short one. For some reason, Hela only has a half a page entry. They do that when they don't deem you worthy enough some dudes have like three four five pages but hella she only gets a half we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna do what we can her name is hella that's with one l not like not like a northern california hella <laughs> it's hella hot hella hot your turn i'll stir the boat 
turn to what? Get get in the water because it's hella hot. Take a dip. It's hella hot. I'm hella sweaty. This is like a Norse hella where hell is uh economically spelled with only one L. That is her real name. Her identity is publicly known to the citizens of Asgard. She's single. She hasn't she hasn't settled down. Well, we'll talk about that at some point. Her base of operations is hell. Or Nipplehelm, which is a realm of Asgard. That's a weird, weird nipple. Nipplehelm. She first appeared in Journey into Mystery number 102. Her occupation is that of the goddess of death. She has no other aliases. She doesn't front, dude. It's, it's Hela. That's what you get. And she was born on Asgard. Her known relatives are Odin. And she is affiliated with the gods of Asgard. Now we shall dip into her, her origin, the origin tale of the goddess of death. Hela was born on the realm of Asgard under the control of the head god himself, Odin. On the day of her maturity, Odin appointed her goddess and ruler of the northernmost realms of the dead. Her special dominion was over the souls of all who did not die in battle, while Odin himself built the palace Valhalla to house the souls of those who died as heroes. That is, that's an interesting part of the Norse culture. This is a, this is a way to like force people into combat. And the way they did that was they had this deal where if you were like a good Viking warrior who died in combat, you got to go up to Asgard and party down with Odin in something called Valhalla. It's like Odin was there, Thor was there, Balder was there, everybody was there. And you got to kick it, eat turkey legs, you got to like drink mead and just hang and clang for all eternity up there but if you were just like an ordinary joe a joe schmo just a dude a normal guy a guy living a nice life let's say you're the dude who makes the weapons and you're part of the deal let's say you're a farmer who makes food for the battles when you go and you die you do not get to go to valhalla no 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 you go down to hell the one l to hell and hella torments you for all your existence you aren't you aren't worthy either you're a warrior or you are, you're bad. And most religious cultures, you know, they got like, if you're good, you go one place. If you're bad, you go another place. But in this, it's like, you're good, you're bad, it doesn't matter. If you don't die by getting stabbed with a sword, hit with an axe, crushed with a hammer, or some such thing, straight down to double hockey sticks for you. It's cold-blooded, man. Super cold-blooded. That was, that was the way of the Viking, though. What do you expect? The Vikings are a warrior culture, and when it comes down to it, they're just, you know, they're not known for, for their compassion. So, what are you going to say, man? If you're not a warrior, down you go. Let's, let's continue the tale. Dot, 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 finding my place. In recent years, when Odin's attention had strayed from the maintenance of Valhalla, Hela tried to annex the next realm to her own, hoping to consolidate her power over all of Asgard's dead. That's, that's a pretty smooth move. She wants to, she wants to be in charge of everything. She's Hela, you know, she's the goddess of death. And she has, she has high ambitions. She's not happy just having the souls of the run-of-the-mill, the standard Norse guy. I'm sure the standard Norse dude is pretty tough. They were... A pretty tough culture, but but she wanted the souls of the warriors. She wanted the souls of the dudes who rode in those boats with, like, the scary fronts. She wanted the souls of the dudes with the giant battle axes and the long, blonde braids. I 
have not read a lot, a lot of comics with Hela in them. I'm not the biggest, the biggest Thor fan, but I do have one. It's an Avengers book, and in it, Hela, uh, she finds a way to draw, like, Iron Man and Captain America and Thor and whatever into, into the Norse realms. If I'm remembering this correctly, and it has been... It has been a while since I actually read it. I think that she draws Captain America and Thor down below. And they have to battle like her undead armies. There's like skeletons. And they're just chopping skeletons. Whereas Iron Man gets dropped up into a into a more traditional realm. Sure, there's like orcs and giants and stuff. But he's not he's not in hell. He's on whatever whatever the normal plane of existence. It's not Asgard, it's not Midgard. I don't know. I'm not I'm not an expert in these realms, but he got a he got dropped in that one. Eventually they all they all meet up and they win. Hela's in that some kind of a some kind of a gimmick takes place where she tricks Thor into impregnating her and her gestation period is like a day and she has some kind of a kooky baby. I don't remember the details. I probably I probably shouldn't even be bringing any of this up if I don't got the details, but I'm just, I'm throwing every hella fact I have at you right now. Alrighty dudes, I actually went into the other room to look through, to look through my comics to see what, what that comic was. And it turns out that your boy, yes me, was mixing up a whole bunch of things. The deal where Thor goes down to hell and gets seduced by Hela is... That is an ultimate uh, Avengers tale where he goes down there and he wants to, like, save Valkyrie, who he's in love with or something. So he, like, trades places with her or some deal. And then, I don't know, Hela puts the moves on him. And the one where him and Captain America are down in 1L Hell fighting skeletons was Avengers Prime. That was a... That was a cool book. I think that I, I think that I might reread that rather. I was just looking at that when I was over at the bookshelf and it looks, looks pretty fun and I haven't checked it out in a bit of time. Dig it, da -da -da -da. Let's get back into, into the guide. You know, I never described what Hella looks like. That's a, that's a regular of the series, so... I'm going to take a chance to do that right now. She is a female and she is tall. Very tall appearing. She has she has a cape, a big cape on her shoulders that that flares out and she wears green and black, but the standout detail of her design is her helmet. In in the picture I'm looking at here, it's it's very wide. It looks like it looks like evil satanic uh antlers, I would say. They're big and they're black, and in the Thor Ragnarok movie where Hela plays, plays a major role, her helmet is just, it's just fantastic, it looks like it's like five, five feet wide, and it's just like an evil reindeer, it's so, it's so terrible, I wonder if they are gonna make, like, life-size replicas of that, if they do, I'm not gonna cop one, but I, I will think that it's dope, uh, Eventually, Odin grew aware of her ambitions, and he opposed them. In the course of the battle, Odin's band of Valkyries, the custodians of Valhalla, lost their physical forms that got turned into ghosts. No longer able to travel from Valhalla except in their wraith-like astral forms, Hela gave up her contest for Valhalla, and Odin vowed to keep better watch over it in the future, and she returned to her realm, so... I don't know what that means. That's, a. Uh, 
that's a lot of bish bosh right there, a lot of gibberish. So, what happened? She fought them, and Odin's warriors, the Valkyries, they were they were turned into ghosts. But then, Hela decides, you know, I'll just give in when you say that it's all good, and I'll do a better job. But I think that I think that when people are trying to control everything, when they're trying to like take over the world, when it comes down to it. You don't really necessarily want to do it because what are you getting? You're getting to run a giant bureaucracy. Imagine like one day, you know, you're hella and you're running your bit of hell and you're just like stomping around and you're you're angry and whatever. But then before you know it, you're like your ambitions are fulfilled and you're taking control of all of Asgard. Imagine the paperwork. Imagine just imagine the hardships involved with running like a whole realm. You know, it's just it's just too much. Why do that when you can be, you can be stomping around hell with your antlers on, like, poking your fingers into dudes' guts and torturing dudes and just doing all kinds of hellish stuff, you know, the, these are the things, these are the things you like to do, so why not just, you know, be happy where you're at and do the things that you like to do? Alrighty, Tidy Whitey, let's, let's take something out of the VHS vault here, let's, let's look around, we got some clips. Got the tape, got a helicopter. This is from Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes. It's a, uh, it's a cartoon, it's Hella. She's on the throne, she's up on her throne with her antlers. And she's talking junk at good old Steve Rogers, Captain America. We'll be back, back in a minute, maybe, about that. Your time in the land of the living is long past. Niflheim is nothing to fear, Captain. I can create a paradise for you. A well-deserved reward. No, my work isn't done. <laughs> Loki's pawns. I play along with my father's games because it amuses me. But I know once he is done with Thor, he will betray me. So bitter. So much hate for Odin. Then you must offer me something in return. What do you want? If I send you to confront Loki, and death should claim you in the battle, then your mortal spirit belongs to me forever. That was fun. You got to hear what her what her voice sounded like. I think it probably sounds like what you would imagine it sounds like. She sounds this, but we also kind of gave away, like, a spoiler of something we were going to talk about, but it's not, it's not even really a spoiler if you're just, like, you're into, a North-type myths, Norse-type myths. That's a hard, that's a hard mouthful, uh, Norse-type myths. So, Loki, as it turns out, is, is Hela's father. Let's, uh, let's examine into that for a sec. This is, this is off- off of the guide. This is something that we had to go onto the, uh, onto the good old internet to look about. It turns out that she is, she was born so many ancient moons ago that the name of her mother is not even remembered by history. It is some random frost giant and she and Loki, you know, did whatever it is gods do to procreate and this this unholy alliance of God and giant created the goddess of death, Hela herself. That's Loki for you, though. That dude's always, always up to dirt, even, like, 
He's mingling the species together. That dude. That dude's despicable. Let me grab the guide I'm bending away here. I I let it fall, but I got it back. Let's um let's look at some of the partics about good old Hella. She is six foot six. So she is huge. She is monstrous. She weighs five hundred pounds. She has green eyes and no hair. She is bald. Her powers. Let's uh let's see how they quantify the powers of a god. Hella possesses the conventional attributes of an Asgardian woman, as well as certain special abilities that pertain to her role as a local death goddess. She's the local death goddess. That would be that's a good name for a band. Somebody write that down. Like all Asgardians, she's extremely long-lived, though not immortal, like an Olympian. She's super strong. The average Asgardian female can lift up to 25 tons. Immune to all diseases and resistance to conventional injury, Asgardian flesh and bone is a very dense. It's about three times as dense as similar human tissue, which contributes to their super strength as well as her 500-pound weight. She really, she really has a thick bones. You know how sometimes you'll see, like, a heavy guy and he says, I got thick bones, dude. Hella, in fact, has not thick bones, but dense bones. And I think that's, I think that's what homeboy means at any rate. Her Asgardian metabolism gives her far greater than human endurance in all physical activities, though Hella rarely feels obliged to perform undue exercise. She's like, I'm a goddess, dude. I got super dense bones. I'm super strong. I'm six foot tall. I don't need... I don't need to go lift weights. I don't need to hang and clang. I'm already, I'm already as strong as one could get. As a goddess of death, Hela holds the power of life and death over her kinsmen, the gods of Asgard. Death for an Asgardian is somewhat different than death for a mortal. In both cases, the corporeal body ceases all functions and activities, but whereas mortal spirits flee the physical form at the moment of death, the spirits of gods remain in their bodies until the death goddess draws it out and dispatches it to its final, final resting place. I think that, I think that's all about the, all about the escort. If you're just, if you're just a normal human scrub, you make the weapons, you make the food, you just, you float down to hell, the one L to hell, and that's, that's it for you. But if you're a warrior and you die in combat, you get, you get your head chopped from your neck, you get, you get the beautiful Valkyries to come and ride you up into Valhalla. But if you're a god, if you're a god, you get, you get even better than that. Your spirit stays in your body. Now, that might be a bit disconcerting. That might be like that might be like when when you're paralyzed, when you when you have no movement in your body through some kind of, you know, spinal spinal accident and you can still see and hear the world around you but you can't interact. If you're a god, you just you're laying there inside your body and your spirit, your spirit's there, but it can't escape until Hella Hella comes down. But then this is the moment, you know, and she escorts you off to wherever you go and you get to ride with her, and that's, that's great. That's like, that's like having a high-level government official come and speak at your funeral. That's like, that's like you have Vice President Selena Meyer, former President Selena Meyer, speaks at your funeral. That is, that's amazing. Let's, uh, let's see what else we have about her. These spirits, or astral selves, remain integral for eternity and reside in certain twilight realms. Hmm, that's weird. In the dimensions of Asgard, like Hell and Nippelhelm, where they take on quasi-physical, tangible existence. So, this is, this is sort of like the Christian heaven that some people imagine, where your spirit is floating upon a cloud. And you're just, you know, you're up there, you're with the other gods, and it's all, 
It's all fun. Although Hela is usually content to wait until an Asgardian's on the verge of succumbing to wounds before she touches him or her and draws their spirit from the body, she can also touch perfectly healthy Asgardians and kill them with that touch, if that is what she wants to do. She also has the power to restore life to recently deceased gods, as long as their spirits have not left their bodies. So, she can just like, she can give you the touch. She can touch you and you can die. Or, if you're still dead and you're like, your spirit's still in there, if she hasn't given you the touch... She can touch you and bring you back to life, if that's what she wants. While Hela's touch is also fatal to mortals, she does not generally leave Asgard, so she doesn't even, like, bother touching people. But if she did touch you, you would be dead. Hela is also able to travel in her astral form, and she can also retain her powers when when she's in that form. Let's, uh, let's hop onto good old eBay and see what... See what the first appearance of Hela is going to cost us. It was Journey uh, into Mystery number one one hundred and two. Let me um, let me find one. We are Journey into Mystery. That's a good name for a comic, isn't it? Journey into Mystery collectible comics category. Number 102. Is that what I said? That is... That's the first appearance of Hela. Also, Sif and Baldur the Brave. So, that's a pretty good one. Here is one. You can pick it up. It's graded at a 6.0. And that is 379. This came out in March of 1964. I know that is... That's an important fact. It's good to... It's good to be able to put the era with it. So... You can pick up one ungraded for 175. Let's take a look at the actual at the actual solds just to get an idea. Here's one up for auction. It went for 177. You could have got this one 130. Here's one that's not even in like it's okay. It looks like it's in decent shape. Somebody got it for 36 bucks at an auction. Not bad. Here's another auction. 75 bucks. So so the, they vary. You can go from the upper 300s down to, down to the lower 30s, which is not bad. I, I recently picked myself up a Hella Marble Legend. I was all excited about that. I believe at one point there may have been a Hella Mini Mate. Let's see. No, it doesn't look like it, but there is one now for... For Thor Ragnarok, the movie with with Hela in it. Hela is played by Kate Blanchett, the awesome, one of my favorite actresses of all the times, Kate Blanchett. So you're gonna see her image on a figure, and that's great. Then there is also a, a Hela Lego minifigure for a Lego set from the movie. So you got a few choices. You can get the nice Marvel Legend, which I picked up and I do I do enjoy. You can get a mini mate. You can get a Lego figure. That's not bad there. There is a few, like, hella statues. I'm not a statue guy myself, but I do I do admire them from afar. And there you have it, dude. That's just, like, that's everything you could want to know about the, about the big baddie in Thor Ragnarok, Hela herself. So, I think that I'm going to power down. I'm going to get up out of here. So, until next time, this is Icy Robots Make My Marvel. This has been an Icy Robots Radio production.